Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for March, whatever day it is, 2022. 29th. 29th. All right. I am Herbie Allen, and today we are going to be making... A very interesting barbecue beet meatballs. I'll tell you why it's interesting, because I just discovered way too late that I'm missing an ingredient for the barbecue sauce, but that's okay. We'll just try it without it, and I'll still be able to talk about what to do. I am joined by my wonderful co-facilitator, Tori Ziegler. Hello. Hello, actually, otherwise known as Twinkling Tori, I do believe. Yeah, so, you can um, thank Kayla for that one. <laughs> all right, so now if you're a co-star, then we need to write a new song, Twinkle Twinkle Little Co-Star, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I told you it's Herbie's Cooking Corner and Comedy, but we're and going to... And I told to... you it's not Herbie's Comedy Corner. <laughs> all right, yes, ma'am. Anyway, <laughs> so today we are going to make barbecue meatballs. This calls for... Two mixing bowls, we're going to need some meat, milk, breadcrumbs, a few other things, and I think you're going to find this is a very simple recipe to make. But first, I'm going to turn things over to our host today, Terry, and she is going to give you the instructions for how to participate. I will say, um, during the lecture part, I only want uh, questions on what I'm actually doing, and then once they are in the oven then we will take more generalized comments and questions and alternatives and all that type of stuff. So, Terry? Yes, sir, Mr. Herbie. Okay. So, first of all, make sure that when you came into Zoom that you did hit the got it button. Otherwise, you will not be able to unmute. Um, so, on a PC, to raise your hand, you do Alt-Y. And to mute and unmute, it's Alt-A. That's a toggle. On the Mac, to raise your hand, it's option Y. To mute and to unmute, it is Command-Shift-A. On the app on your phone, to raise your hand, it is located under the More button, which is located at the left-hand bottom corner of your screen. Tap, Double-tap that and swipe over, and you will find the raised hand button. To mute and to unmute is located in the lower left-hand corner of your screen. And on the telephone uh, keypad, to raise your hand, it is star Y. And to mute and unmute, it is star six. That's star nine. I mean, nine. I'm sorry. I was going to say. <laughs> sorry All about right. that. <laughs> That's okay. All right, guys, if I can be permitted just a little bit of theatrics here. I got a question recently from somebody, and the question was, do I do anything other than beef? I'm sorry, anything other than chicken? Do I do anything other than chicken with my recipes? Well, I hope this will clarify that question. Make hamburger helper, green beans, and garlic toast. Today we are going to make a meatloaf. I personally go for like an 80% lean ground beef because you know it generates just enough grease. Let's start off actually with some of the easiest things to cook and that is the turkey bacon. I've also, for the fillings that I'm gonna be using today, I've got turkey sausage that I'm pre-made. I've also got potatoes and also we're gonna have uh, steak. So we're gonna have one burrito with steak and one burrito with turkey sausage. There you go. I think that answers the question, do I do anything other than chicken on these calls? Do you feel better now? I, I feel better now. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, <clears throat> I couldn't resist, guys. So let's get started with today's recipe. We're going to need two mixing bowls. And first of all, we're going to need the pound of ground beef. I'm going to wash my hands before we get started. And especially since we're working with raw meat, we cannot be too careful when it comes to this type of thing. So let's uh, get the meat out of the plastic bag here. 
Now, I there's two ways you can get your ground beef. You can get it in the rolls, which is usually like the uh, fattiest ground beef, like the 73%. And sometimes that can be the most tasty. Or in this case, I'm going with the 80% lean. And this generally comes in the tray. And the tray is a lot easier, I think, to work with. So I'm just going to use my finger to kind of poke a hole at the top at the side where there's actually no meat. There's just a little bit of space. Now I'm going to pull the wrap back and we're going to put that in the mixing bowl. I really should have used a small mixing bowl for this part, but that's okay. <clears throat> it's better and for the bowl to be too big than too small. No, I wanted the smaller mixing bowl because of the uh, mixing the sauce would have given me a little bit more space to work with, but that's okay. So the meat is now in the bowl. And I think what we're going to do next, it doesn't matter. So the question, of course, always comes in, can you get away with one mixing bowl for this? I'm going to say no. Because what we need to do is we, our sauce is separate from the meat and its seasonings. So, so what we're going to do next is a half cup of milk and a cup of breadcrumbs. So let's start things off with the breadcrumbs. And oops, I've got measuring cups falling out, but thankfully the one I don't need is the one that's falling. So I can deal with it later. Breadcrumbs come in a jar, like this very tall canister, and we do have to contend with the plastic film <clears throat> that we need to get off. Okay, are you going to be like that today? Sometimes it's more pronounced. Sometimes, oh, there it is. Okay, now I'm just going to kind of peel up and I've got a hole enough where I can just kind of start really pulling the layer of film off completely. Throw that away. And I'm going to take my measuring cup. I'm going to hold it over the bowl. I've got it on my right hand side. I've got the canister of breadcrumbs on my left and they're going to kind of meet in the middle. And we're going to pour into the cup. Any extra is going to go into the bowl, which it is, but that's okay. And I'm just going to set the measuring cup kind of like on the side of the bowl here. I'm going to close the lid for the breadcrumbs. And next, we're going to get out the milk. And um, my milk, I guess they tied it up nicely in a plastic bag. Okay, that's what happens when you don't get this stuff ready in advance. There we go. I just have the half gallon of milk because I'm not a big milk drinker. And so that makes it easier to work with. And we, like I said, we are going to need a half cup of the milk. And this, by the way, is going into the meat mixture. Okay, so let us First of all, take the lid off of the milk and I'm going to set that in front of the milk carton. I, by the way, I preheated my oven. Um, I forget what it said exactly. I'll go back and look in a minute, but um, 375 I, is what I have it at right now. I can always it's adjust 350 it. 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, 350. So let's turn that down a little bit. And first of all, I have the cup facing over the measuring bowl. Let's exchange that for a half cup. And let's pour into the bowl. And then we're going to, again, same concept as before with the breadcrumbs. It's all over the bowl. So that way we do not get extra. And any extra goes on the side. I'm going to wash up here because I did get a little bit of milk on my hands. So we probably should have done that before putting the milk away, but that's okay. All right.
And I'm getting some chattiness on my phone here, so I do apologize if I'm getting a bit distracted. But uh, there we go. So next, after that, we need salt and pepper. And the precise measurements for this one, a teaspoon of salt and a half teaspoon of pepper. And what we're going to do, all that, and then we're going to shape it into balls and put it in the baking dish. So, salt, and this of course is going to depend on your preference as well, but you don't really want it to be too salty per se. Um, here, I'm going to just go ahead and put the pepper in. I'm using a pepper grinder because that's the easiest pepper I could find at the moment, but it won't matter. Um, so I'm just grinding some of it over the bowl here. And uh, I like pepper, so even if it's too much, I'll just use a, a bit spicier. And salt, I'm going to be a little bit more careful with because you can make things too salty and that can really ruin a recipe. So we're going to, I've got a salt thingy here that has, I can switch to an open-ended thing that I can now just pour into if you want to come out. Thank you. And there, that is poured into the mixing bowl. I didn't quite have the teaspoon like heaping like I might with some other things because again you can do too much but there you go all right as I'm getting ready to stir do we have any questions so far no hands raised yet all right so Haley, you're explaining things well enough Apparently. All right. Well, folks, while I'm stirring here, just a quick reminder. Um, there are at least three cooking calls here on ACB that, uh, and we are all part of one list. That's right. Three calls, one list, and that's ACB Cooks ran by Courtney. And you can subscribe to that, ACB Cooks plus subscribe at, that's a plus sign, and then the word subscribe at groups.io. And you will get the recipes that we make on our respective calls. And the call will actually get you the entire recipe after the show. So we hope that you will join us. Okay. And if you have trouble subscribing, send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. Yep. We do have two hands raised. All right. Who do we have first? We have Barbie is first. Barbie, welcome. Let me unmute Barbie. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Barbie. Um, I didn't hear. Did you put egg in there? For helping no. to bind it together, or you just use milk? Yep. Yeah, no, no egg in this particular recipe. Oh. Okay. Nope, Thank just you. the milk as a binder. Yep, you're welcome. Great question. And then we have M. Kirtley. You may unmute. Hi. Hello. I just wanted to. Um, Remind everybody when you're pouring meat from a tray, be sure there's not one of those little bubble things underneath there. Oh, yes. I'm glad you brought that up there. Um, in mind, the, there definitely was. And it's very easy to feel. It's like a little plastic bag type bubble feeling type thing. Um, and yes, you do have to watch out for those. Warning, I, I will, if you're dealing with meat in a frozen state, it can definitely stick to... All that, uh, you know, it can definitely stick. So you, especially if you're dealing with frozen meat, you've got to be extra careful to watch out for that as it will not feel much different than the meat uh, texture-wise. But when it's refrigerated and thawed, then it's a lot easier to feel. But yes, that is a very good point. Thank you. Yeah, for... you, do not, you do not want that in your meatballs. No. 
or in your hamburger in general. So, yeah, great tip there. And your name is M. Actually, it's Ethel. I just put E M. Okay, E M. All right. Well, thank you and welcome. I don't think I've uh, talked to you before, so. Merle yeah. has her hand raised. Merle, Merle you may unmute. Welcome, hi, Merle. Um, yes, it's Merle. Merle. Uh, hi, Herbie um, and Tara. I just wanted to let you know, Herbie, how to say um, barbecued meatballs in Spanish. I figured it out. It's albondigas con salsa de barbacoa. Albondigas de salsa de barbacoa. De barbacoa. Si es barbacoa. Barbacoa. Bondas de salsa de barbacoa. Okay. Yeah, very good. Muchas gracias. De nada. Mm-hmm. All right. And Meryl is now doing a Spanish class. Is that every week now? Or? Yes. That's every week. Um, every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and right here on these very Zoom calls, if you have not subscribed to the community, make sure you do so. Community at acb.org. Tell them you want to be added to the community list, where you will get notified about these calls and um, all the other amazing calls we have here as part of the community. Thank you, Meryl. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I do apologize. It's so confusing because we have a Meryl and we have Merle. And your name sound, at least sometimes can sound very similar, at least to my ears. I don't know. Maybe I'm D for one Especially year. Especially when Jaws is reading them. Yeah. So. All right. Do we have any other raised hands? Not at this time. All right. So I've been stirring the meat mixture during uh, the Q&A here. And I'm just going to, um, I'm going to use my hands to just kind of really blend it all in one more time too. And that's fine because we're going to be using our hands obviously to make these into balls. I don't know of any other way. And I don't know if I'd want to know any other way. So to make these into balls, I'm just going to grab a handful of meat. If you've ever worked with like Play-Doh, this will be very simple to do and so i'm just kind of like uh, i'm gonna make these you can make the meatballs whatever size you want i'm gonna make these into tiny balls so i'm just putting it in my two hands just kind of like rolling it around so it becomes a ball shape and then placing it in the pan and as you roll it into a ball shape you can kind of make sure everything clings together and so there you go there probably um, is a tool out there that does it, but it's probably a lot easier to just do it by hand. It probably is. You know, that's one of the things, uh, at some point we need to really have a, dis- I think we'll arrange a cooking call on adaptive equipment. What do you use and what do you not use? But sometimes I find that while adaptive equipment, it serves a purpose, sometimes the easiest way is just to do it yourself. Um, but that could be a very interesting cooking call and uh, discussion okay so next and if you have any comments on adaptive equipment just hold those until we actually have things cooking right now because i'm focused on uh, making the meatballs here so i'm just taking a little bit out of the pan uh, bowl and um kind of just rolling it around okay we've got a couple of we have some giant meatballs now what i really found interesting with this recipe is because like we do use the chopped onion but and i found too the bigger the meatball the harder it clings less it clings together um that is going to be part of the sauce so i was a bit surprised about that as i would have thought they'd do better in the ball itself but um there you go Okay. Lester Cameron has his hand raised. Lester, am Lester. I unmute? Am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes. Uh, this may sound funny, but uh, my wife and them were complaining my meatballs were too various in sizes. So I came up with the bright idea of using an ice cream scoop. I got them more uniform. She said, Oh, there you go. 
One meatball, one meatball is big, the other one's small. So I learned how to use an ice cream scoop, and now they're 99.9% uniform. Now, see, if somebody complained to me about my meatballs being different sizes, I'd have just told them, well, you make them then. Yeah, I I personally agree with Tori's response, but um, that it was very innovative then. But yeah, yeah, if if people complain, you know, just highly encourage them to do it themselves. See, I'm not that. I'm not that polite. Uh, You don't like it. Don't eat it. (laughs) There you go. Even better. Even better. Merle's iPhone. I don't know what? if that's the the other Merle or if it's still yeah, Merle. Yeah, that, that's the other Merle. Um, hold on, hold okay. on. Uh, okay, but um, before we get to that, folks, we're not encouraging rudeness here. We there's definitely uh, you know less is way. No, say it nicely, unless that's a great t- idea. Yes. One more question, quickly. Yes. Um, I'm a diabetic, and I've been using I call it the black pasta. What a difference on my sugar when I've been using the black pasta for. Uh, uh, even straight spaghetti or whatever I want to use. What a difference. It, dry, it it doesn't raise your sugar out of proportion. For me, it doesn't. Somebody else, it may. But it's called the black pasta. You've heard of it, right? I have no. not. No. Oh, wow. Black pa- I've heard of the black plague, but not the black pasta. No, Sounds like called- the black pasta is a lot better than the black plague. Yeah, yes, I would think so. But it's uh, you can get it in any supermarket. It's well known, except for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess not. Well now, known Les, in some oh, areas, quick, I suppose. Yep. So, so Les, well, a quick question for you because we've known you as Les, but now you come in as Lester. So, do you prefer to be called Les or Lester? Whatever you want to call me, except for late for supper. Good enough. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All my, right, mother, thank you. my mother used yes. to call me Lester when I was bad. All right, thank you, Lester. All right, Merle. Yes, it's your turn, my friend. I just, I just have a small comment. When I, when I made meatballs, I always had put rice in and made them porcupine meatballs. Oh, there you go. That's another way. There are several different ways of making meatballs. Like on on Courtney's call, on Courtney's call the other day, they made meatballs where they um, had egg involved, which was not this past Sunday, but the one before. Um, so there are several different ways of doing it. This is just Turby's but, way of doing it. I, but I, I do know that adding a little rice to it uh, changes the flavor a little bit, you know. Yes, yes. Change the flavor and the texture slightly. Yep. All right. So anyway, guys, for this part of the call, I do prefer more. I want people to focus on the actual recipe that we are doing. I'm not going to do. We'll discuss modifications and stuff lately. So if your question is more related to what I am doing, I would appreciate those for now. And then we will talk about other techniques and stuff later because they are definitely important. But I want anybody that's hopefully trying to get an education from this call, if such a thing as possible, to be able to focus on what I am doing. That's why I'm just being a little strict on that point. So questions strictly related to what I'm doing for now, and then alternate techniques and things that you add or whatever can come a little bit later, if that is okay with everybody. If you have to run, I do understand. Um, But it would make things easier. Liz has her hand raised. Yes, Liz. Hey, if you want to make those little mini cocktail meatball things or make them tinier, you can buy one of those, you know, the little coffee scoops that people use to scoop out coffee to measure it for, um, you know, when you use ground coffee. And some of them are rounded and they're a little larger. They're not as big as an ice cream scoop, but they're really handy. So you may want to they're little plastic ones and you can kind of get them anywhere. All right. Good to know. I'm personally not worried about the size of them, though I get the smaller they are, the better they'll dunk in the sauce. That's one advantage. But, um, okay. Next, we're going to need one tablespoon Worcestershire sauce, one tablespoon vinegar, and we're going to need some brown sugar. So I have a second mixing bowl. Let's talk about our Worcestershire sauce, first of all. It comes in a glass, I think this is glass-type bottle. Um, it's very tall and large. The lid has a flip top. I would use that more for like if you're going to pour it over steak or whatever. 
Um, since I'm going to pour it into a measure, measuring spoon, I find it easier just to take the lid off and pour that way as it'll come out faster. Though, Too if you're much. the kind of person who's um, terrible for uh, making a mess when you do that, then maybe try leaving the top on and using the pour. Yes. But we're going to have it over the bowl, which should help with the messiness. Um, Worcestershire sauce does have a lot of salt, so be careful not to overdo it too much. But um, we're going to pour that in the mixture. And then I do refrigerate this once I am done. And uh, when you get this for the first time, there's usually like a little bit of plastic protecting the bottle as well. Okay, next is the vinegar. This is interesting because it looks very similar to a soda bottle, at least the vinegar I have, but you can tell in some ways it's not. For one thing, the bottom does not have those leg-looking like things on them. It's completely round. And it looks more, it really looks a lot more like, you know, some of those liter-sized water bottles. That's how I would describe the vinegar bottle. So kind of very easy to mix up if you've gotten both uh, products. But uh, that's where your barcode scanner can really come in handy or Iro once you or take the my cap eyes. off, Once you take the cap off, yes. you'll know it's vinegar. <laughs> exactly. You will know. And so we're going to pour that into and by the way the other thing too i was going to mention this because lucy brought this up earlier if you just want to focus on making the sauce you could always buy the frozen meatballs if you want the or if you have an alternative recipe for meatballs and you want to yes. use your meatball recipe um one thing i will mention with the alternative recipes is i don't know how that will affect like the flavor but um because remember, you're adding a barbecue sauce to them. So, like, if I receive my use my meatloaf recipe, for instance, that could get interesting. Because I can no, I meat meant meat alternative meatballs. ways of making meatballs. Yes, that's what I meant. I could use my meatloaf recipe as a into meatballs. But oh, that okay. Meatloaf, that's what I mean, yeah. That meatloaf recipe calls for like ketchup and stuff. So, if I was to use that alternative recipe and then add that to the bar, I don't know how that would turn out. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so we need three tablespoons brown sugar. So this is going to be, I'm still going to use the same spoon, but we're going to wash it out real quick because um, we don't want to get the brown sugar messy with the other stuff that's Herbie, in there. Herbie, you have a question. Did you want me to wait? Um, we can go ahead and take it now, yes. Okay. Jeannie? Jeannie, welcome. All right, Hello, you made I the call. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, see, I told you I'd come sometime. Um, a couple of things. One is sometimes Worcester sauce will actually come in a plastic bottle. And then the vinegar that I have, and this is really important because you wouldn't want to get it mixed up, looks more like a bleach bottle. It's it's a gallon bottle of vinegar, and it looks more like a okay. thing that bleach comes in. So you, you don't want to put bleach in your sauce. No, you can, use, you can use vinegar for cleaning, but you can't use bleach for food. So Right. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. And um, all right, Jeannie, by the way, folks, does It's Electric. And that is the first and third Wednesdays of the month at 7 p.m. Central, where she talks all about kitchen appliances from air fryers to coffee makers that, uh, to uh, Instapots and all the other cool stuff. So be sure to check that out if you have not done so already. All right, so nine scoop. I'm just going to scoop out the brown sugar. This is probably going to be the messiest part. I really should do it over the bowl. So if I just hold one hand underneath the bag and then I use my other hand to scoop out, there we go. We're going to have that. Now, this calls for a cup and a half of ketchup, and this is what's going to make things interesting because I did not realize until it was a bit too late that I'd used up all my ketchup. Yeah, so. Oops. Um, needless to say, it's going to make for an interesting sauce, but the good news is I'm not cooking for you all, so you all will not, uh, and, you know, if uh, you won't, you guys have won't you be able to taste Have you got any tomato it. paste or anything? I do not have tomato paste, no. I've got, 
I didn't know if you would, but because um, uh, tomato paste with a bit of water added would make a substitute for ketchup. All right, that is good to know. I should get a few cans of tomato paste just as a backup for that. But ketchup, I'm going to go ahead and still talk about it. So, um, unfortunately, this calls for a cup and a half of ketchup. So, like I said, it's going to be really interesting to see how this turns out. And we may just end up... If the sauce doesn't turn out right, I may uh, just uh, make the meatballs instead, which is still pretty, I think they'll still be pretty good by themselves. So I think it would mean that it turns into more of a coating than an actual sauce because there wouldn't be a lot of liquid. Right. Yep. So um, with the ketchup, you know, it comes in a particularly shaped bottle. It's the one I have, like the Heinz brand, it's usually kind of like a squat. I guess you could call it like a somewhat ovalish shape. Um, it has narrow, like the sides are a little bit, like they kind of curve inwards. And so it's kind of like has a unique shape. And it has a very extra large lid. And so you can either flip top the lid open, which I would do more for like if you're using it for hamburgers. And then I would take the lid completely off again for pouring into a measuring cup. But if you are worried about mess, then you might want to do the slower method of just using the flip top method. Liz has her hand raised. Liz. You have salsa or canned tomatoes or even tomato juice, because you could use any of those instead of the ketchup. You just would eliminate the water and the salsa works, you know, just salsa works in anything. You can do it. All right. That, I did not know that about the salsa. I did know that about the tomato sauce, like, um, Particularly but... the chunky salsa. It's really handy and Basically, you can add whatever you want to barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is basically, as far as I'm concerned, like tomato glop. I mean, you can kind of just do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to taste different to how the original recipe would be, yeah. but it would still be good. Yeah, it's just wet tomatoes with things in it. It'll be fine. Yeah, basically. She's right. Yeah. So if you've got anything. Unfortunately, I don't. But those are some very good tips for people that do. And so... Um, definitely, by all means, something's worth considering. So, um, let's see. The other things that this sauce would call, calls for is chopped onion and a half cup of water. So, let us, first of all, add in the onion. I, there's a number of ways you can do this. I cheated. I got onion that's already pre-chopped. That's in the container. You can get that. There's also even like really, really like really minced onion, which is even more finely chopped. That's the type of onion you would expect on like your McDonald's hamburgers, for instance. Um, these come in slightly bigger chunks, but they cook into the mixture. So you can use it. It says a half cup. You can use as much as you want. I'm just going to pour this and the one i have comes from walmart it just comes in a plastic square container it's fresh not frozen you can also chop your own onion if you so desire nothing wrong with that just remember to but i like to do if i'm chopping my own onion is i will peel the skin off and like, like i'll cut it in half and then cut the ends off so i can more easily peel the skin, and then I have my onion on the chopping board, and then I can chop into the size pieces that I want. All right. And then finally, the half cup of water, which begs an interesting question. What happened to my measuring cups over here? Um, I think they decided to walk away. Or more likely, I put them somewhere and was distracted and didn't notice. And right. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So okay. Alrighty then. Oh, okay, wow, they really did disappear. And unfortunately they're part of a set, so You'll find them later when you don't need them anymore. Exactly. Fortunately, we have a backup set that I'm going to use, and we're just going to dig for the half cup. There we go. And add that into 
the thing before we begin stirring and seeing how this mixture turns out. Okay. So I'm going to get out another spoon and we're going to stir. And then we're going to sample it. Hmm. Actually, still pretty good. It'll be more like a coating, but it'll. Uh, it'll make your meatballs taste nice anyway. What? It'll make your meatballs taste nice anyway. Exactly. Oh, I get it. Murray has her hand raised. All right. Who had their hand raised? Marie. Marie, okay. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say, Herbie, I think your sauce might be as good or even a little better in my opinion without the ketchup. I'm not a big fan of tomato-based sauces because I think the tomato taste tends to overpower the other ingredients sometimes. So I think your sauce would be really good without the ketchup, personally. Well all right well we're gonna find out i'm pouring it over now um the ketchup definitely makes it a little bit more liquidy um i probably could have used less water for this and it might have turned out even better we have two more raised hands all right give me just a second and we will get to you guys um so if you're gonna do it without the ketchup i think i would uh, um, maybe less water than the half cup, but definitely the half cup of water if you're doing it with the ketchup. Maybe could have gotten the brown sugar mixed in a little bit, but we're going to have some interesting flavored meatballs, so nothing wrong with that. Most of that water will evaporate when it's cooking anyway. Exactly. And it'll soften up the onions as well, so that, that'll be good. There you go. All right. I think, what, like, think 40 minutes to do this recipe? Say, I'll go look. And I'm gonna put I'll check. Them. You take your hands. All right. Um, just real quick, I put them in the oven, and I don't believe in moving the rack or anything like that. I just like put them straight in there. Okay. Raise hands. Who have we got? First one is Liz. Liz. Let me unmute. Hi. I was going to suggest you can add garlic to it, or um, you know anything and you can also add anything liquidy around that you happen to have that's flavorful including like broth or something i mean it won't be the same but it'll work right garlic we'll would have been a good idea yeah we'll see uh, it's 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 an out. hour okay it's perfect that's what i thought so i'm sorry 350. ah uh, got it all right can amazon set timer for 55 minutes Minutes. We're going to give it a little bit less than an hour because of the sauce is different, but it's still, and it's already been in the oven for like two minutes. So I just kind of calculated that into my timing and also the time it takes to get to the oven once it is done. Okay. And your other hand that's raised is um, Chanel. Chanel. Okay. I think you can hear me. Yes, we, we can. can. Uh, right. Um, I might actually like it better that it doesn't have ketchup. So, yeah, I thought you probably would. <laughs> well, then we will try them. If not, then I do have the other pound of ground beef out for making hamburgers. So, okay. Well, you still might want to make. I might only want. Yeah, and that's right. My other question was: Do you you, you would use um, barbecue sauce and brown sugar? That sounds like a lot of sugar. No. No, the, the, the sugar is part of the barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. So now, folks, uh, do we have any other raised hands? Lester. Lester. Go ahead, Les. Okay. Uh, you, you're not going to believe this. One day we made a batch of uh, ham, uh, meatballs and uh, something came up. We put it in the refrigerator. Both forgot about it. My wife says, you know what? Let's have hamburgers for supper. Uh, we took the meatball mixture and made hamburgers out of it. What a delicious taste. There you go. That would definitely work and certainly make it a lot easier to make them into patties. Definitely. Yeah, it, it was good. Thank you. You're Liz welcome. has her hand raised again. Liz, 
Um, ketchup has a lot of sugar in it. So for those of you who are trying to limit your sugar, if you're actually going to use ketchup, and I agree, I'm not wild about the ketchup idea. I would tend to use canned tomatoes or no tomatoes and something and just sauce out of other things like whatever wet. But if you're going to use the ketchup, just remember ketchup is really high in sugar. All right. That, that's part of why I said about the um, sauce with um, using the tomato puree because it redu it does reduce the sugar content. I'm Again, the tomato the tomato is going to overpower everything. So if you're not a wild tomato person, you cannot find other liquids. And there's a whole bunch. Like just look around your refrigerator; you'll figure it out. So true. when I made this, oh, go ahead, Tori. I, I just said true. That's all. That's fine. Um, when I made this last week, I didn't find the tomato that overpowering. Um, I thought the sauce could have actually blended better, but I think the vinegar combination of vinegar and then pepper and the meatballs actually made it a little bit spicy. So that was my experience with the sauce. Jeanette, um, when I oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, when I made it with the uh, ketchup last time. Okay, who else? Jeanette Kutash has her hand raised. You may unmute. Jeanette. Hello, Jeanette. I am on Herbie's side here. I've made many sauces, and we all have a couple that are favorites, and I always love looking at new recipes. I wouldn't be so hard on him about the ketchup. First and foremost, if you're really worried about the ketchup, you can always cut down the amount you use in the recipe. And it will not overpower it. Secondly, there are low sodium and low sugar ketchups. Absolutely. And we use them in our household all the time. And some of these other ingredients work very nicely. I use salsa when I'm in a hurry. Um, and really, when I'm in a hurry, I use salsa because it just goes quickly. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't give up my my ketchup and i think those of you who are not as wild about it just need to give him a chance to to show his recipe and what he does because it might not be your favorite but i'm sure there are many of us who will thoroughly enjoy it well like Brayton says don't yuck someone else's yum Yep. Uh, well, yeah, and thank you for that, Jeanette. I will say that, um, you know, uh, once uh, I'll make this again with uh, the uh, ketchup and I will gladly send it virtually to anybody who would like to uh, have a sample to uh, try for themselves. So I, I, I'm more than willing to do that. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm definitely on board with the ketchup. I love my ketchup. It's just that some people don't. Yes. All Radcliffe right. has her hand raised. Yes. Vicky, you may unmute. Hi, Herbie and everybody. I have a couple uh, quick questions. I assume maybe that you used a nine by nine inch pan for this. And yes. um, did you need to, uh, you know how sometimes I say grease the pan first um, so the meat would not stick? Um, but probably you wouldn't need to do this with this recipe because you've got the sauce, you know. So Yeah, this one, I think we don't actually grease the pan. I think I did it out of habit, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. Right. Um, but I think you can get away, yes, with not greasing the pan on yeah, this Yeah, when, it, when it's got a sauce like this, you don't right. usually need to. But if you're worried, then go ahead and grease it. Sounds like a great recipe. I'm certainly going to try it. Thank you. Sounds good. We have another raised hand. Yep. Peggy Ann, you may raise your hand. Peggy Ann, welcome. Hi. Um, I just have a quick question. What was the temperature of the oven and how long? 350 for one hour. 350 or one hour? 350 and for one hour, yeah. Okay, thank you. Merle has his hand raised. Merle. Well, Herbie, I think your recipe is going to be a killer. I'm going to try that. All right. Well, I am super excited about that. I mean, I saw that we had as twenty as much as twenty eight people on here. So, um, it sounds like it. I, I am pleased to hear that. All right. Barbie uh, has her hand raised. Barbie. Hi again, every. I was wondering what kind of meat are you using? Are you using the the one that's called that's mixed with pork? 
or you're using like really um, low fat hamburger meat or something because my sister was sitting here listening and saying if he's using chuck it takes longer chuck i guess that's the mixed one it takes a little longer to cook because pork takes longer to cook so i just use ground beef um there is the um uh you know i forget which one it is now but i got the 80 percent lean ground beef and um yeah that, that is, uh, and so that's the one i'm using if that answers to the uh, question oh, okay thank you that's, that's a all right i'm sorry jeanette kutash has her hand raised and then and then there's another one after that all right i'm going to come to your defense again the grade of meat that you choose to to use whether it be 80 percent 85 percent 93 percent and i've used all three <coughs> excuse me my apologies sometimes depends on your own personal health considerations i will tell you pretty much anything higher than 85 percent if you're not cooking in a sauce you should grease your pan but Tori's right. If you're cooking in a sauce, you're pretty much okay. Uh, I would say the only exception to that that I've found is once you get to the 90 or the 93% lean uh, beefs. And for all of us, you'll learn as you cook more that even though you have a guideline temperature, uh, you can learn a lot by sticking your fork in your meatball when it's done. Yeah. And when that fork comes out clean, you'll know it's done. And ovens vary. So, you know, maybe in my oven, it's an hour and 10 minutes. Maybe in Tori's, it's, um, yeah, 50 minutes. Yes. But, yeah, not in my oven. <laughs> but, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, a gas so, oven is going to cook quicker than electric too, so that's also something else yeah. to consider. It also makes a difference if it's a fan oven or or not. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right. Thank you, uh, Jeanette. And um, I believe you said we have another hand. We do, Peggy Ann. Peggy Ann. Yes, I have a quick question, um, and it, I don't want to start a controversy, but what type of vinegar are you using? All right, that is an interesting question. I'm just using the regular vinegar. Um, the regular I, table vinegar? Yeah, the regular table vinegar. Uh, nothing fancy or anything like that. Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. And it does not call for any specialized vinegar, just your regular table vinegar. Though so. you could, if you wanted to mix up the flavors a bit, use a different one. Yep. All right, any other questions? Nope. There are no nope. more hands raised. All right, okay. guys. So now we're going to go on to Tori's tips, and she's actually going to talk about alternatives and things like that. And so take it away, Tori. Okay. So if you want to make this meat free, but are not concerned about um, specifically making it suitable for a vegetarian, then all you have to do is swap out your um, ground meat for either chopped up mushrooms or lentils. My preference would be mushrooms because I think they'd give a better texture. However, Worcestershire sauce generally contains anchovies, so um, you want to watch for that if you are actually making it for a vegetarian or a vegan. Um, the other thing, obviously, if you're making it for a vegan, you need to swap out your milk for a, a vegan alternative. So those are the main ones with this particular recipe. And then, as I mentioned previously, um, if you either do not have ketchup or are concerned about um, adding all the extra sugars that are involved in ketchup or just basically used up all your ketchup, um, then you can use um, tomato puree and a bit of water um, and make your own ketchup quite easily. Or you can use some um, canned tomatoes that are 
um, very well chopped or as was previously mentioned things like salsa uh, it will change the taste slightly but any adjustments you make will change the taste slightly for example generally when it just says vinegar in a recipe you would go for just what you'd have on the table standard balsamic vinegar or something like that but you can use other vinegars like apple cider vinegar would work really well in this recipe i think um, and give it a nice uh, sort of taste um so if you are needing to swap out that Worcestershire sauce for something because you don't want the anchovies and can't get the version that does not contain anchovies, I suggest soya sauce as a substitute for that um, because it will give you the same kind of um, taste as you would be getting with the Worcestershire sauce but without having the um, anchovies involved. And I think that's about it. We are at 10 minutes to the hour. Perfect. Okay, that is good to know. All right. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm definitely learning with alternative cooking is sometimes you've got to look at the ingredients and stuff. I'd forgot. I think I knew once that Worcestershire had uh, anchovies on it, but um, that it's is as well as I remember it, isn't it? It it is, isn't it? All right. Do we have any other raised hands? We have Liz. You may unmute. Liz, yes. There is health food store uh, Worcestershire sauce. I have never bought it. I don't know how it compares in flavor, so you may get a different flavor. But there it is an available. Um, there is, yes. You, so you can do that. You and can. the other thing is you can use, um, you know, you can use things like, um, like some of the Chinese dipping sauces or something as part of your mixture here. You're Ooh, really yes. talking, Tori and I agree. It's kind of, you're doing, you're dealing with glop. And my sense is when in doubt, chop three or four cloves of garlic up and throw it in there because you'll think you're doing a lot of garlic. But if you're cooking it this long, it makes the garlic really sweet and you don't end up with this overpowering heavy garlic flavor. It just gets perfect. The other thing yes. you could do is you could take the meatballs and marinate them in the barbecue sauce, stick it in the refrigerator for an hour, you know, make it ahead of time and then bring it out. Or, or you know, I, I don't know whether they'd fall apart. I don't think they should. They shouldn't if you stick them in the refrigerator. Said that, I don't know. Tori, what do you think? I don't think they would, no. And it would. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff where I've, because I don't tend to use eggs because of being vegan, I've done a lot of stuff where I've done something similar and I've just used like milk and such to bind. Right. And, and they've stayed together just fine. Yeah, so. yeah. The other thing is you can mix up the spices, you know, you could use cumin in the meatballs. You could use Cajun seasoning in the meatballs. You could use oregano. It's kind of yeah. like, it's just, this is like very forgiving you could use ground turkey or ground chicken to make the meatballs if you didn't want to do that you could actually take the barbecue sauce take tofu um get the get the hard uh hard firm the firm stuff yes firm yeah the yeah. firm stuff um press out as much water as you can like put it down on a tray and just press down on it with your hand and get all the water out of it if you can and cut it up in maybe like two inch cubes like take a take one of those knives with the guides those bread knives those are really easy to use for this and cut it up in cubes and and do that and what happens is the barbecue sauce will caramelize around the tofu and make it kind of like oh, not yeah. really crispy but sort of gloppy and those of you who think you don't like tofu just find out this is so good especially if you now use, i'm like, gonna have to make this and garlic <laughs> use a lot of ginger and garlic and it's just a also, right, if guys. you want to make your um, had her barbecue home. sauce, if you want to make your barbecue sauce a smoky one, you could add a bit of liquid smoke to it, too. There you go. All right, guys. Um, so real quick, I understand we have another hand. Um, well, Barbie did raise her hand and then she lowered it. So I don't know if she okay. was going to. And then and then there is another hand raised after that, which is um, Peggy Ann. So right, Barbie, so if we'll you did to... want to speak, you say something. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So Barbie, did you want to say anything? Nope. Okay. If you do, just go ahead and we raise your hand. Peggy Ann. Yeah, I have a question. Um, instead of using the milk, can you use almond milk or like yes. a nut butter milk? Okay. Yep. Thank you. 
All right, and uh, you know, Tori and Liz, I don't know if you two ever thought about t teaming up and starting a healthy uh, cooking uh, call, but uh, I, I think that uh, that might no, be interesting. We'll just hijack yours. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I definitely, you know, guys, I just want to make this general comment here real quick. I definitely do appreciate the health tips. What I really definitely, though, want to focus on with the call, too, I mean, we want to, of course, appeal to you all and uh, make sure you all served. I really, of course, though, primarily want to focus a lot on the techniques so you can gain the uh, confidence on how to do all this stuff yourself and you know to make a recipe like this or whatever and so that is you know i just okay this has her hand raised all right liz you could probably put i mean for those of you who eat meat you could probably put pork chops in this barbecue sauce and do that or chicken in it and do that or you could basically put anything in it and you can put anything in it and just Put it in the oven and it'll come out and it'll be the caramelized sugar in the ketchupy stuff will make it gloppy and it'll be good. All right. That sounds good. Oh boy. All right, folks. So they are baking in the oven. They are definitely starting to smell good. Um, That's a good sign. Yeah, that is a good sign. <laughs> All right. Do we have any other raised hands? Not at this time. All right, so I'm really curious, you know, with all these uh, healthy uh, encouragement living tips we've been getting, how that's going to play out, because next week we are actually going to make, by request, a vegetarian meatloaf. And uh, so um, that's going to be interesting, though. I guess it's technically, well, I guess, you know, people, some can, uh, it's vegetarian, but technically not vegan since the Worcestershire sauce it calls for and, has and that, this egg in it, I believe, as well. Anchovies. So that's what's called vegetarian nut loaf, not vegan nut loaf. Exactly. But I'll make a vegan one. You'll make a vegan one. And Tori's actually going to try to cook along with me. So that'll be interesting. And then I have been asked to make something regarding tofu. So um, we'll either, we'll probably do that the following week. I'll make some kind of like tofu scramble by request. So. There you go, guys. If you've got any requests for things you'd like to know how to make, definitely send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com and that'll get forwarded on to the ACB Cooks list and either myself or Courtney and Carrie or Janine will take on the recipe. And if you specifically want Herbie to do it, then put his name in the subject and then it'll be yes. a chance that he'd get it quickly. Yep. Um, so I'll definitely take it under consideration if I think it's something that I can do or whatever. And um, so definitely do that. And of course, our email list, acbcooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io, where you can you know get access to the recipes and for all three calls. Courtney also sends out some neat tricks and tips from like the Food Network. So uh, make sure you are subscribed to that. All right, guys. Give the um, email again, please, for the list. List. It is ACB Cooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. And also coming up, guys, uh, happening just about now is the Neighborhood Coffee Clutch with uh, Cindy Sunshine Hollis and the gang. And uh, that's a fun call. I hope you will all attend that. All right. I mentioned it and everybody starts heading off to it, which sounds like a good idea to me. Well, we know when we're not wanted anymore. <laughs> That's not what I mean, guys. <laughs> you all are wanted. You all are very much appreciated. The ones that even if you were just to listen. You Without you, we wouldn't even have this call. So, yeah. Without everybody. Yes. Okay. So no, everybody is definitely wanted. So, um, all right. Do we have any more race? Do we have anybody left? No, I'm just kidding. no, no race hands. No race hands. All right, guys. 
<laughs> we still have a few people here. Some of yes, them didn't we do. leave yet. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, you scared guys, them all, Furby. I, I guess so. They're like, all right, I can go. <laughs> anyway, this call somehow accidentally got booked for two hours, but um, so... <laughs> But we don't really need the full two hours for this call. I mean, I think we could wait and then, you know, sample the thing right here on the call, but I don't know if I have enough content to talk for about for an hour. But, um, anyway. Not relevant content, anyway. Not relevant content, no. It's been fun, guys. I hope you all have enjoyed it. And, um, Again, if you uh, if you need to email me personally for any reason, any feedback or anything like that, you can send an email to community at acb.org and ask them for my contact information, and they will forward that request on to me, or the same for Tori, for that matter. So, um, and then we will get back to you. As soon as we can. Exactly, so... All right, Terry, thank you for the amazing job you did this morning. And, and uh, Tori, thank you for your contributions. Liz, I don't know if you're still on the call or not. Thank you. And, and thanks, Deb, for streaming. Yep, thank you, Deb, for streaming, as uh, always. 